Welcome to Buying Florida with Didier. Whether you're looking to move, invest, start a business, or expand, Didier will share with you everything you need to know. Tune in, learn, and improve with Didier and DDA Mortgage. Now here's your host, Didier. Didier Buying Florida. Yeah, I'm Didier at Didier Mortgage, and we're going to go on that three-part series, and uh, it's about the loan process, and we're going to talk about the closing. So we're going to talk about the closing. We went through part one, which was about the loan application and what, how we do it and what happens. We talked about, two the processing of the loan. Now we're at part three. You got it clear to close. Now it's time to showdown. To get that package to the closing table. Hey, before we go, I just want to mention that I'm at www.didiamortgage.com. Please see all my podcasts or choose one that pertains to you that could be helpful. This three-part series on the loan is really important, and I really recommend it. I broke it down in three parts because I really wanted you to understand and not do a run-on. So let's get into it. You got to clear to close. You're ready to go. So what happens? Well, before that hits over to the closing department of the lender, they're going to go ahead and send you disclosures. So you get your disclosures, which you have to electronically sign. Now it's from the lender. And on that, you do not have, it's not your final figures. You're signing those so the three-day clock can work so that you can close three days. You got your clear to close. Now, what's the, what's the underwriter going to do? It goes into the closing department, and they are going to do a couple of things that you need to know. They're going to make a phone call to make sure you're still employed. Yeah, I know some of you guys get upset. There's a phone call the day before you're closing, and you're like, what are they doing? Well, they're making sure you still have a job. And so you really got to give them the phone number of the person to speak to. A lot of times, man, they'll just leave messages. No one will call back. That is key because that package is not going anywhere until they verify you are still employed. The other thing they're going to do is do a soft pull on your credit report. What does that mean? It's not a hard pull. We pull the one time, we're done. We're not like some of the bigger institutions that pull it eight to 10 times. They're going to do a soft pull. They're going to make sure that you don't have any extra debt. You didn't apply for any new credit cards or got a car loan or a mortgage. If they see anything, you got to write a letter of explanation. Well, yeah, I, I got a new credit card. I got like a 0% financing. Well, we're going to need you to call up that credit card. We're going to ask you to get an updated st statement and a balance because we got to put on the credit report. You're going to say, well, we don't have a statement on it yet. Well, no, you got to call and get it because we're not closing if you went and got additional debt. And you don't want to jeopardize your financing. Even though you got your clear to close and they're doing the final, you got a car loan and it, all your racials are tight. You're not going to get a house if you don't qualify. So really, the whole thing that you want to make sure you do is don't get any additional debt. Do not get a new credit card. Do not buy a car. Do not buy another house. Do this financing until it has been completed. So we get to the stage where you got your phone call done, verified that you're still employed, did a soft pull and nothing shows up. Now, that package can start working its way to the title company. Now, remember all the disclosures you got from the lender were inaccurate. The numbers that were correct is what we did up front. 
of course, they never showed all the credits. Well, now that you get to the title company, it's going to be just like what we talked about. All the credits of the appraisal, the deposit, and other things will show up. And you'll see the numbers that we had always spoken of from day one. So what happens? Well, the title company will receive through their portal, they'll get, they'll get the, uh, the figures from the, the lender. And there'll be a portal that they have to open that's secure. So they put the CD together. Those are your closing disclosure with all your figures and numbers. But you got to remember that that doesn't get released to you until they balance with the closer at the lender. So everyone has to be on their game. The closer has their bunch of loans that they're doing that they've got to balance and the title company's busy. But until they balance out and they come to checkpoint where they balance, then the package will be sent to the title company. And once they balance and check out, that CD will be sent to you. So you'll see all your figures and how much money you need to bring to closing. Then we get to the next stage, which is absolutely important. The most important part that I need you to understand that we've spoken about in previous podcasts, the wiring of the money. That is crucial. One, when you first bought that home and got a contract, what happened? You had to give a good faith escrow deposit, which is usually made payable to the title company, that of which you're going to be closing with. Start the relationship with them now. Give them a phone call, get to know them, and then when it comes time, you'll call them up. They'll send you a secure email with the wiring instructions. So you'll get the wiring instructions from them. When you, go to when you go to the bank to wire your money, you'll call them again to go over the wiring instruction. It's absolutely an overkill, but I'm trying to save you from losing your money. Because in the meantime, you may be getting an email from the loan officer, the processor, and from the realtor saying, hey, wire your money over here. But you know what? We don't give wiring instructions ever. None of us are going to send that to you. You may get an email with our logo, our phone numbers, our contact, saying, hey, wire it here. But it's fraud. They're hacking from the cloud, and they're telling you to wire the money so that they can profit and you don't buy a house. So that's something really you have to know. That wiring the money, it has to be done. So when you wire the money, of course, you started that relationship with the title company when you signed the contract. You're processing the loan. You get to the closing table. You're calling them up before. They're sending you the wiring instructions, and you're calling them when you're at the bank getting the wire sent. That way, you're good to go because the wire is going to hit of our funds. Your wire is going to hit, and it only takes about an hour for your money to hit over there. You may say, listen, we want to send a cashier's check. We don't want to do all this. Well, they're not going to let you take a cashier's check. That's days gone by. Some may do a smaller amount, but usually it's pretty much you got to wire that money. Let me tell you a little code that I would do that I think is the thing to do. One of the things that you can do, and this is what I've done, if you're absolutely paranoid about it, is that you can go ahead and get yourself set up with uh, a check. Like, give the check three or four weeks in advance. Some title companies will accept it. Give a check. If they'll take it. And let's say you got to bring us, say, $20,000, and we're ballparking, and we tell you to bring twenty-one. dollars So you go ahead and you give them a check. 
you know, it takes a week, 10 days, 18 days to clear. But if you're closing three weeks from now, that money will be there. They have it and can close. So that's something you can do if you really want to get away from not wiring the money. These are things that can happen. So you just want to keep that in mind going forward. Now, not everybody will do it, but if you're absolutely against wiring money, that is one option of doing it where you send your money like three weeks in advance, let it sit there and you're off to the races. So I, I hope that is helpful to understand what you have going on. So the wiring of the money is absolutely crucial. And I, I, I'm really saying that because, you know, they've got, I'm going to guess hundreds of billions, billions, billions of dollars where the money has gone to never, never land and people have wired the money. So, you know, we're always fast paced. We're running hard. We're never slowing down, but you know what, when it comes to wiring your money, slow down, take it easy, take a deep breath, make sure that you're doing exactly everything I said so that we don't have any surprises. Cause you know, we all work hard to get there. And if you don't, if your money goes to never, never land, you're not closing. Uh, we don't get paid and you're out of a house. So please follow those instructions. We get to the closing table and you close. You know, the title company is going to go over the note, the mortgage, the CD, the Alta, and all the forms that go with it. The packages are getting smaller and smaller now because a lot of the electronic signatures you do, they have. So it's really coming down to the basics. So it's a smaller package and it doesn't take very long. It'll be about 30 minutes that you're in there and get it wrapped up. I recommend you never go to the closing before the seller. Uh, either go together or have the seller go before you because you're not getting the keys until they've signed. So if you're wiring your money, you're going there. Why wait? If the seller is going to show up at two, show up at three so that you're done. It's consummated, closed. You got your money, you got your keys. That's my recommendation. The other thing I want to share with you that I think of is of importance is when is your first mortgage payment? Well, when you close, you're going to get a coupon in the package. So, you know, if you close February, your first mortgage payments when? Anybody? Right, April, April 1st. You, you missed the month of March. Even though you make April 1st payment, it really covers March. They're done in arrears. So you got to explain me. They may not be set up. You know, the government buys all the loans. Fannie Freddie, you're all bought by the government. But your servicer that we close with is going to service your loan. But it takes some time to get there set up. So there's a coupon in there so for you to make your first mortgage payment. I encourage you to go online. I encourage you to keep checking to see if it's there so you can do it online. But you may have to do that first payment uh, by check. So be prepared for that as well. The other thing I want to talk to you about is you want to do your homestead. And if you've sold a home, buying a new home, portability. You know, everything can be done online, but people like me probably would go into the tax office get my driver's license, set up appointment for a time, get that done, hop over with my closing disclosure on the sale of my home, the closing disclosure of the new home, the Alta statements, and go in there and get my homestead and do my portability. I think that's very important. So you want to get that done and have that all set up. And then you have your portability, your homestead, and you're all taken care of. You can do it online. You know, sometimes you got to double check, triple check. So Great to do it online, but nothing wrong with going in there and bringing the documents and getting it done. And you get a real feel for what your new taxes are going to be, which really brings me to the, what the next episode is going to be next week. This is a must here. You've got to be on this podcast or in my video. Shortages of escrow a year later. You are going to want to listen to that podcast.
So I've told you I'm Didier buying Florida. I'm with Didier. I'm Didier at Didier Mortgage. You got to check out my website. It is just growing by leaps and bounds. Uh, www.didiamortgage.com. I've got my podcast. I've got my one-minute videos. And my videos and my podcast mirror each other. The video is just a one-minute. Get it done. But I like to extend and give you more information in a podcast but not keep you all night long. Try them to do the 15, 20-minute segment. You learn. Website has a calculator. Has all kinds of information, and organically, it's just growing. And if you type in, if you're in the Tampa Bay area and type in local mortgage company, I'm popping up. So you can do me that way as well. But www.didiamortgage.com, Didier buying Flora, Florida. And what am I trying to do here? I'm trying to educate you, set you up so you do not have failure and not disappointment and that you know the process, you know what to expect, and I'm just an informational service of 34 years of business trying to teach you to keep you on the right path, to not be taken advantage of, and that you can go to closing on your home and know all the ins and outs of what's going in from A to Z. I'm really glad you tuned in. I hope I've been informative, and until next week, a shortage of escrows, a must-listen to. Take care and be good. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Buying Florida with your host, Didier. For more information and to apply for a loan, please visit ddamortgage.com. That's ddamortgage.com. Or click on the link in the show notes. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to like, share, and subscribe. Have a great day.